Ladies and gents, back at it again, baby, in the studio. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, here we are. Interesting circumstances to start this season, this pod, this night. Brutal. It's uh not a good omen. <laughs> not a good omen on the season, that's for sure. No. Marty had some technical difficulties. I say I would say we had some difficult technical difficulties, but that'd be lying. Yeah, for sure. Not even in not even in the studio. No. Sound engineer trying to work with Teddy. Teddy's getting up there in age. Yeah, Teddy's getting Can't a little Can't figure senile. out these new goddamn programs and updates. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Gordy's at home saying, wish I could help. You need me to YouTube anything? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was, at least it was a, a college yeah. answer try. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we just watched my Giants blow a fucking win. Um you know, headspaces are running a little, uh, a little tight right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like that was, that's a tough win. I was saying to Gordo, uh, when you're in the last two minutes, when you're Washington and you throw a pick and miss the first kick, you don't deserve the win. Like, no. I feel genuinely bad for Daniel Dimes. Daniel Dime, big Dimes. Yeah, he, he had a fucking good game. Oh, he had a hell of a game. And uh, he had yeah. more rushing yards than Saquon. <sighs> Wild. Poor Crazy. Saquon owners. You know, you Saquon, know? man. <sighs> That's a tough injury to come back from, but I bet you he'll never be the same player he was. You gotta wonder. And uh, I wonder, like... He was single-handedly winning guys' seasons in fantasy. Big time. That rookie year. year. Dude, he took the Blazers to the ship over your hard hats. Yes, exactly. I remember. It was beautiful. Yeah, to be honest, um, you gotta wonder, like, is is he actually ready? Look Look at a guy like OBJ, who's now sitting out two straight weeks because... They're they're fearful of what contact might do, but you know, obviously, obviously, he got hurt a little bit before too. So yeah, like Saquon was hurt in like the second or third week. I think OBJ was like eighth week. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, six to eight. I think you missed half the season. Yeah, uh, yeah. So rough, rough start, and then to just to the pod. Uh, so hence why, for the first time in pod history, we're repeating intro music. Yeah, and outro music. So, um. Again, that was uh, Marty's technical difficulties. Yeah, yeah. Um, and gar- Garage Band's technical <laughs> difficulties. Yeah. I just burnt myself a cigarette. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? I mean, the boys played through some adversity. Yeah, though. we're well playing, and we continue to do it. You know, we, Teddy was simply not fit 
to he's on the pup list he's on the pup. physically unable to play yeah just <laughs> produce <laughs> i am physically unable to produce yeah so he's out so it's just it's just huncho and bathwater and we're we're making we're trying to make it happen you know what trying to keep and and we say this every year <clears throat> we are trying to make the episode shorter there's a concerted effort we both go about it differently yeah. i continue to look up look up you know, facts and stories and just find ways to shorten them. <laughs> Although I did suggest two new segments. <clears throat> Anyways, we'll get to that later. And then Gore just did even less prep than normal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just cut segments. Yeah. All together. Limited himself them. to one paper. No, instead. I got two. <laughs> okay. Double-sided. Okay. okay, double-sided. There we go. That's that's a bit of content. I mean, good spacing, though. I mean, but if you if you wrote that on an actual paper with lines... If you put the four do- or the two double sided pages, it might equal like one and a half line pages, just with how much you spread. You know, I do spread. She's just, yeah, and uh, you know what? Having that good cursive writing <laughs> takes up room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Getting the word counts soft up there. Soft auto body hands. Yeah. Um, well, it's good to be back. Episode forty four. Yeah. Episode forty four. Um. We're getting into the dog days of the numbers uh, when comparing to fucking NFL players. So this is episode John Riggins. Uh, John Diesel Riggins. He's a Hall of Fame running back. Uh, mainly known for playing for Washington. Started out his career with the Jets. Um, if you've ever... I don't know if people have seen like the NFL film series uh, Football Life. Mm-hmm. They had one on John Riggins. Awesome. Uh, just like this big you know farm boy that would just truck people yeah really a gourd kind of guy if you <laughs> think about farm Grinder. guy too long hair flowing out the back of the helmet too yeah loved it uh we could have also gone with uh gourd's guy ahmad bradshaw mm-hmm. there's dallas clark tight end for indy marlon humphrey current cornerback for baltimore leroy kelly hall of fame running back for the cleveland browns uh, Dick LeBeau, when he played uh, War 44, he's more known, I guess, now for his coaching career. Uh, Floyd Little, who has a sick nickname, The Franchise, Hall of Fame running back for the Broncos. And then, of course, uh, second-year linebacker for the Cleveland Browns, Sione Takitaki. <laughs> <laughs> Good BYU boy. Yeah. Mormon fake, Taki-taki. baby. <laughs> Takitaki. Yeah. Is he Japanese? No, he's like uh, like Samoan-ish. Have you ever had Fijian a Taki? maybe? What? A no. Taki, no. I think they're called? The little deep-fried octopus balls? No, never. Uh, they're not bad. They're not great either. No. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. Well, just, you know, if you ever had a sushi place or a uh, izakaya. <laughs> Andrew know. probably goes to lots of izakayas living in Vancouver. Cool guy. What's that? You eat the sushi Japanese, off the... Japanese bar. Off the naked body? No. No. No, that's... That's naked sushi, I think. Um, <laughs> it's like a Japanese bar, I guess. Okay. I don't know. I'm, eh, not that culture, eh? Moving along. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our sponsor this week, Gordo? Well, it's a sad day in the neighborhood. Um, Marty and I frequented this establishment lots. And uh, this one's a bit of a sponsor, a bit of an ode to, yeah. I guess. But... Uh, that's the Walmart over here in Abbotsfield Mall. <laughs> Newly branded Riverview Crossing. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it it was pretty long standing. Was it ghetto? Yes. Yes. I will say it was. But in a pinch, it was awesome. It was tiny. 
Definitely yeah. like a Small. fifth of the size of a regular Walmart super center. But it did still have groceries, if need. If need be, yes. Not that I, you're buying meat there. No. But, but you, know, you know, hash- if ever you found yourself in the need to buy, like, golf tees, a frozen pizza, and, like, a sweater... <laughs> It was the best place to go. Yes, maybe a maybe a Wrangler. Yeah, uh, yeah. Flannel button up. You know what? But we're not shitting. Like Wally's Boutique has outfitted the boys for over two years now. I we legit would text each other like, "Hey, check this out." Yeah, <laughs> Dude, hoodies are on sale right now. And go you know check it out. <laughs> it's funny. Is like thirty-four year old, thirty-three year old me. Would be telling my 20-year-old self, why are you spending $200 on a pair of jeans? Yeah. It's crazy. Like, and I thought I was so cool, right? <laughs> like, it was retarded. Well, I had to get those rhinestones on the pockets, didn't you? No, I never had Ed Hardy's. I had lots of diesel jeans, though, man. Fuck. And diesel was it. Oh, man. Big Stew. Big Stew loved his diesel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. fit them nice. Oh, they eh? did. Nice. Nice clean line. Yeah, it's fitting very, all over his cowboy boots. Very straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so we'll miss you, Wallies. Yeah. And sadly enough, across the parking lot, they are just about to complete uh, like a two-unit like a two like a two unit senior's home. Yeah. Like, how amazing would it have been to just walk across the parking lot, you know, get all your shit? I think they'll put something else in there. I think it's a like a... a Bit of a shittier superstore. Mm, nice. So it'll still have Joe Fresh. Perfect. So I mean, but that was a that was a loss to the community for sure. Big time. Doris is pissed for <laughs> sure, guaranteed. Anywho, speaking of Doris, should we get into our text and answer segment? Yeah, let's get into Q and A. Yeah. Okay. Well, first question of the season comes in from uh, our good buddy, the Irish one, Doctor Feelgood in Calgary, and he said. Man. Do you guys agree with Yahoo's draft rankings? Draft rankings. <laughs> Who is each of your early favorite? Early winner and early loser. Uh, um, <clears throat> well, I mean, considering I've <laughs> always got low draft rankings, I mean, I do not agree with them. But have I, uh, have I come in a pretty shitty spot? In the last couple of years? Yes, I have. <laughs> so they must be somewhat accurate. I mean that people that's their job. And but like it's, yeah, it's all it's all an algorithm based yeah, bullshit, right? I know, but who like enters the points that these guys are gonna get? Like is it just they enter the stats and then a computer spits it out? I suppose. Probably take in like average draft position, expert rankings, all that shit, and then they amalgamate it together. Yeah. And then they, they, you know, they see where you're at. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't put much stock into the Yahoo Yahoo grades because if you go into, like, the season before, into draft season, the the rankings on Yahoo and ESPN and NFL.com, they're, they're all so different. So it's so arbitrary, you know, they're what Yahoo thinks is going to happen. But if you put that same team into another program, who knows? You might get, a, yeah. you know, a jump up or a jump down. So, apparently, yeah, I don't put uh, a lot into it. I do, I mean, it was nice to see Gord got the only D in the league. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> and it did say I have the hardest strength of schedule. True. Yeah. So that must be me, like, each week that I play somebody, they've got the most points for. Or whatever. Or I have to, I have to collectively go against the most points for. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah. yeah the yeah. target, which, you know what? That's, <laughs> like, why? You know? Like, why, though? <laughs> Just knows, oh, man. man. Just knows. Well, yeah, and, like, I mean, early, if I'm going based off the draft, um, I, when when we walked away from it, I, I have to say, like, I, I thought one of the early favorites was uh, Scott's team. I really liked what he did with his draft. Um, yeah, to be honest, like, like you know, guy, I don't think anybody had like a standout I think it's, or any, yeah, like I a think brutal one. I think it might be pretty, pretty even keel. Yeah, yeah, I think there, there's some nice teams out there. That's for sure. It's hard to say who the, who the favorite is. I mean, fucking kitten boy seems to always end up with a decent draft. Yeah. Um, looking at his roster, I don't mind that too. So, you know, there's some, there's some nice teams out there. Shane made a couple nice plays. So did Chris. So yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, fuck. It's a little early. It's week one. Week one. You know what, Feldy? Check back in week (laughs) seven. (laughs) Yeah. When, when Gord's even more down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I, I don't know. It's gonna be good. I don't know. Yeah, I honestly don't really know either. I mean, it's it's so hard to tell because an injury can happen, and like I think it's a little too early to be putting, you know, a favorite out there. Obviously, if I'm gonna put an out one out there, I want no, myself to win. No, no, no. <laughs> well, like, there's no way you took two Houston running backs. <laughs> you can't claim favorite when I'm, you're rolling Phil well, Lindsay. I'm, I'm I'm saying, is he on your roster today? Uh, pretty sure you dropped him for brian edwards yeah i did yeah so i mean can't claim you got the best lineup in the league when it's already changed one week into the season there's no freaking way i was panic i was <laughs> panic wavering honestly panic wavering. okay the way the draft went down i legit gord was like i'll come over let's draft i got some i got some hot dogs from the camping weekend oh yeah cook them up Sure, sounds awesome. But I made ex- I explicitly said, Gord, <laughs> make sure you get here with enough time. I don't want to be eating a hot dog, but when the draft starts, <laughs> well, what do you think fucking happened? Two minutes away from draft, Gord's still on the fucking grill, sautéing his onions. <laughs> I'm panicking, and he's like slowly making his like putting his condiments on, loading it up. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. So anyways. Uh, how good were they, though? They were delicious, but I fucking <laughs> woofed them down because I was so panicked. Man, I'm telling you, I double x those dogs, too, <laughs> and we fried the onions. Oh, man. You can't complain about that. Onions were deadly. Onions yeah. were really good. Yeah. Oh, baby. Well, Andy's uh, Andy's got sent one in. Sure. For the boys here. Um, I asked him if he had spoke with the Chinatown can collector recently. He said he hasn't seen him around. Oh, fucking. Um... So that I mean, hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Hopefully he survived COVID, but probably just slumming around in some fucking alley in Gas Town or something. All right. Anyway, <laughs> Andy writes in, and this is uh, I told Maddie it's kind of a United by Unis question too. So I mean, realistically, we could have slotted it in there. Yeah. Um. He said, "How are you guys feeling about the NFL loosening restrictions on what numbers a player can choose based on their position?" It's going to be weird get it's going to be weird getting used to seeing number 5 rushing the quarterback. Yeah, it is it is a little bit different. Uh I'm I'm 
surprisingly really okay with it i I'm think okay it looks really it. nice yeah, uh, i like, think it looks clean man. some of the yeah some of the dbs and uh receivers were in single digits it looks sick mm-hmm. um you know and i think it's just like the nfl just wants to it seems like they just want to open it up a little bit more for a little bit more expression with these guys i mean it might who might be pissed off are some offenses like quarterbacks you yeah. know you're not used to signaling like you know usually it's in the 50s 53 the 53 is the mic you're not usually going like 12 mm-hmm. so yeah that's a little bit different but uh yeah i don't know i don't i don't mind it i think it's i think it's just allowing the players to be a little bit more uh marketable and themselves and it kind of and then they can still still stick with like their college numbers and stuff yeah, like that yeah for sure I mean, you know, they want them to express themselves more, but they can't taunt. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a little giveth, yeah, a little yeah. take it the away, ta- the right? New, the new taunting is a little bit fucking crazy. It's pretty man. harsh, man. Can't do much. No. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't like that part. That's nah, Yeah, great point. Fuck. <laughs> I've got a little bit more on the on the numbers a little bit later in the, uh, in the epi. All right, question number three comes in from Grizz Beats. Evening, gents. Excited for another season. I'm not even going to ask a Bears question, as it'll get me all fired up on a Thursday morning. Couple ones for you guys to discuss. We may joke around, but does Jabu, Jabo, and his ridiculously stupid workouts actually lead to Saint to the Saints to a winning record and dare I say playoff season? Uh, I absolutely think the the Saints are going to make the playoffs. Sean Payton's still there. That's the biggest thing. Exactly. And Jabu, man, he got laser eye surgery. I've been on the Jabu train since prior to the draft. Had I not, Matt. It's true. Had I not been on the Jabu train prior to... Right, right. So what did I do this week in the 40? I went and fucking grabbed him. You grabbed him? Yeah, snagged him up in the 40. But I feel like the Jabu love... Kind of started because of uh, limited options in your money league. Because it's a two quarterback. You needed a third. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get him. Slim fucking picking. Oh, I you didn't, didn't get him. No, I didn't get Jabu. I got Baker. Right? No, I, that was your two. This uh, I've secretly adopted this team with Gord. So. No, I didn't get Jabu. Yeah. Zach I have, Wilson, I have, wasn't it? I have Baker, Herbert, and Wilson. Oh, yeah. But Jabu was. Jabu went early. Jabu went early, mm. but you know, he, you have to take the good and the bad with Jabu. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think, right? I think Peyton will be pretty open to that, you know, and he's always, the nice thing for the coach is he's always got Taysom Hill as a little fallback, right? So yeah, if, but Taysom if Jabu Hill... stumbles a bit, right. Or even just for a series, you can put him in. Yeah. Let Jameis get his, get his wits, something along those lines. Get his bearings back. Yeah, exactly. I'm and, a big Jabu guy. And I I don't think it can be understated that he did spend a year prior to starting learning the offense, practicing with the team. Yep. Like, you know, that, that and can't... And learning under Drew Brees, too. Exactly. That can't be forgotten. So, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Uh, you know, and I, I feel like the NFL is a better place with Jameis Winston slinging it around eating them dubs eating them dubs giving us sound bites you know like put up five fucking touchdowns in week one i know see that's the thing like um well i had a little i had a little Jameis in in passed around the nfl just a little Jameis love because but i mean here's the thing 148 pass yards five tutties yeah 37 rush yards so that game 
he was just slicing and dicing, getting TDs, right? They weren't rushing him in. Right. Is he going to... I think he's going to have a few 300-yard games, but he might have a few games where he maybe only throws one tutty. True. As he, does every quarterback. Right, I right. Mean. Exactly. But... Actually, I, sorry. I was just going to say, I think if you have Jabu and you don't have to start him every week, I think you're in a good spot. Yeah, for sure. You're laughing if he's your third guy in like a two, in a 2QB Superflex League, right? Yeah. Um, it just that, that his game last week, he was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw five pass touchdowns and no picks in a season opener in his first career start with a new team. So overall, he's the seventh quarterback with five passing tutties, no interceptions in an opener, and he's the first to do it since Lamar di- Lamar Jackson did it in 2019. Hmm. And then, you know, I said the league is better with Jameis in it. This podcast is better with Jameis in the league. <laughs> Listen to this uh, soundbite when he got interviewed after the game. told us to be prepared <laughs> <laughs> oh man what a character guys of beauty okay and then his second part uh old griswold he said did i get too aggressive with my 21 dollar faab bid for elijah mitchell i have once have i once again fallen for the shanahan running back carousel i mean no, no, I was in on him too, and I think that. Uh, but that is the thing. I you think know, he got a fucking discount. I think you got a discount. Yeah, I think I think guys were putting at least twenty five on him in the forty. He went for thirty one. Kellen said in his other league he went for over forty, which is lots, man. You can't be spending forty on a guy week one. That's a lot of money. That's, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, especially of that offense. Like, it's not like they don't have Jamical Hasty to fucking tote, <laughs> the rock, to tote the rock a few times. <laughs> Mr. Cal and Jamical. Jeff uh, Wilson Jr., boys. I heard, is coming off the pup list a little coming early. Coming off the pup. Yeah, can't and forget. He, he was a guy that had, you know, a few good games in, in Mostert's absence. Mm-hmm. And you still have Sermon. Yes. Who is yet to play. So mysteriously, those are some weird circumstances. You know, I did think, you hear what it like? What the reason was? It was coach's decision. That's it. Yeah, it was just healthy. He just mm. got healthy. Yeah. Um. Wild. So that's the thing about Shanahan. Like, it is a bit of a carousel. But but is it worth the? Is it worth you know riding it? You know, like the the offense that he runs is sick. And if you've got the premier back in that offense, you're laughing. I love... But you might only have him five games out of fifteen. Yes, that's true. So it's always a roll. Like if you if it works out, you're you're golden. But if it doesn't, you're fucked. If anybody loves a good running back controversy, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever you got that might or might not play, I'm looking at him. All right, and I want his counterpart too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, shit. Okay. Well, we this this guy head of marketing for the BFB um, you know, did wonders for us last year, introduced merch. Yes. Gave us a beautiful gift. Um, well, in the uh in the last uh little bit since we've been off, 
Um, we've uh, Big Dick Nick has experienced a life changing moment, and he had a child. Yes, congrats. Which is which is huge huge news. But even with that, working, you know, managers, you got promoted at work, working night shifts sometimes, got a new kid, he still had time to write the boys a couple questions. Yeah. So because of his dedication to the pod and his sheer love for the boys, I I propose that we now, from going forward, we refer to him as Big Big Dick Daddy. (laughs) Daddy's here, and Daddy is going to take care of you. You know, Big Dick Nick, we already know, but now he's Big Dick Daddy. Oh, man. So he writes in, and he has, with, this question's for both, the first one's for both of us, and then the other one's a bit of a, a, bit of a brain scramble for you, Gord. Okay. So first he asks, since drafting Russell Wilson, the Seahawks have had one nine-win season, and the rest have been ten or more. Do the Seahawks get another ten-win season this year? 10 wins in the NFC West? Yes. Then they're all, they're already 1-0. Uh, I think they'll get 10 wins in a 17-game season. Yeah, you'd have to... Th- yeah, it's a tough... Definitely a tough division. Actually, it's one of two that went uh, undefeated this this past, in week one, where all four teams won. Yes, they did. Um, I, I think... I, I don't see why the, the Seahawks won't get 10 wins well let's take a quick look at their schedule here so they obviously won against indy they got uh tennessee coming up that's a toss-up minnesota they should win 49ers will be close rams will be close yeah uh i think so they do have the jags on the schedule and the and the texans and the lions yeah i'll say yeah didn't look that bad man (laughs) yeah well fuck Hopefully, hopefully they pull it back a bit this week in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say yeah, they get ten wins. Yeah, let's let's go with it. Plus, we got a couple of Seahawks fans on the on the listener line. Yeah, you know, gotta line. keep them happy too. All right, his other question, Gordo, for you: In the last five years, how many different quarterbacks have started for the Broncos in their first game of the season? Okay, in last the last five, five years, years, how many quarterbacks? For the opener, have the Broncos had? Yes, and bonus points if you can name them. Um, I'm going to go with four. Close. It's five. I knew it was five, but I didn't <laughs> want to go. So they've got okay. Case Keenum. Yeah. Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Flacco? Yeah, we saw him. Yeah. <laughs> um, sort of. <laughs> fuck. Case, Flacco, Teddy. Drew Locke came in as a rookie. He didn't start the opener. Or did he? No, he didn't. He did. Did he? Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Uh, 2020, yeah. Okay, so... So that's four. And now you've got... You've got all the last four. You've you're you're missing 2017. The first guy on this list. Think who took over after? Um. Ryan. Yes. What's his fucking name, man? He played in Miami after. Oh, I can't remember. Kind of a journey, a bit of a suitcase after. To yes. Be yeah. Yes, and. 
He has a name kind of like Bridgewater, sort of. Like, does he have a longer last name? No. Stop. No. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember his name, but I okay. don't. Okay. Uh, ah, man. He's tall. <laughs> it's not Osweiler. It's not it's Osweiler. It's not Osweiler. No, it's Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. That was good effort, though, man. That was great Three effort. Three out of five. Teddy Two Gloves. I... Nailed Flacco. I couldn't. Uh... Case Keenum came out hot. I was shocked that you remembered Case. Because he went there right after Probably me. Probably because I fucking had him one year. <laughs> um, I knew Flacco because we saw him. Yeah. And uh, Drew Locke, I didn't know, started last year. Yeah. See, yeah, that, right that's what I didn't know. Straight out of Mizzou. Alrighty. Um, so I think if, if... Does Nick... Does he maybe get his own song? <laughs> you know what? He's up there. He's getting up there. And I think if I, Mr. Worldwide gets a song. Well, Mr. Worldwide gets multiple songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big dick daddy. We can give him an intro or outro, yeah. but I think can nobody hold me down. I think that's <laughs> I think that's what it's got to be. Oh boy! Oh man! You know what song we got to mix in the pod one time? I'll tell you. Maybe well, maybe off air. Uh no, no. <laughs> everything's on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have another cue, or do you want me to? I've got one more here. Uh, you want me to go? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't sure. matter. Sure, go. This one's a bit lengthy. Okay, well, you know what? Maybe I'll go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll close out with that one. This one this one comes in from a long-time listener, uh, multiple-time writer. Um, he has yet to call in. I mean, he growls when he talks. So. <laughs> Perfect, yeah. Um, but this one comes in from the, the Rundle Park Yeti. And <laughs> we haven't heard from him in a long time. You know what? Summer's a busy month for those guys down in the park. Fucking following stay-at-home orders. Exactly, yeah. COVID uh, <laughs> hit the park hard. Um, he says, well, boys, summer has come and gone. Football season is here. But most importantly, foraging season. <laughs> Me and the black bear have been in panic mode, gathering coyote meat to cure and berries to store. Speaking of panicking, El Huncho was in full panic mode after week one. He went 0-3 in all of his fantasy leagues. <laughs> What do you boys typically think after a week one loss? Panic? Or do you stay calm? Oh my god. <laughs> Man, that's rough. That's a rough start. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Uh, interestingly enough, I went 3-0. and <laughs> <laughs> Those, I guess this question's a little one-sided. Yeah. Um, no, I've definitely been there losing the opening game. Uh, no, no, no panic at all. No. You should just be roll. You should be confident, especially if like you have faith in your draft and your prep. <laughs> um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, like uh, I think you just gotta let them play out, you know, and and just kind of roll. It's 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 actually it's kind of a fine line where like after week one, you want to know like you know you can't be left holding the bag. True. When all the when all the decent options are gone, you know, like last year, if you think like I don't know what year, what uh, what week, like guys like Higgins and Jefferson flew off the board, 
But once they were gone, they're gone. They're not hitting the wire again, you know? No. So you have to kind of... It is a it is a balancing act, for sure. I mean, if it's a guy like Phil Lindsay, yeah, let's move on. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's roll the dice somewhere else. But, you know, there's other ones, like in a couple leagues, uh, I've got Michael Carter. Mm-hmm. Did not get off to the hottest start for the Jets. Um, I, you know, you're kind of thinking like, well, we'll see what happens here, but... Uh, I think it'd be too early to give up on a guy like that. You know, yeah, you kinda yeah. have to see that one play out. Tevin Coleman is a guy, and Ty Johnson is is the other competition there. So you, got, you just got to hope like that that uh, that talent kind of weighs and shines through. Yeah, I mean, I typically panic after a week one loss, mostly because I don't draft very well. Right, but uh, you know what? At the same time, I mean, it depends. It depends because in some leagues, in the N40L, actually, no, that's a lie. I, uh, yeah, in the N40L, I panicked because I cannot fucking be in the basement again, man. I it mentally, <laughs> I cannot handle it. My psyche will not be able to be okay if I'm in the basement again. But, but again. <clears throat> I think the definition of crazy is doing the exact same thing and expecting different results. Like you did no, you did nothing different going into this season. Not a single thing. <laughs> and now you're just two week two, and you're just like season's over. I'm worried about flirting in the basement. Oh my god, I well, can't I know, handle but it. But see, but that's the thing, and then I string two wins together, and I'm up on the top of the mountain, right? I'm emotional. Yeah, you, you know. You're just like Johnny. You guys are wild with your swings. <laughs> I'm high and low, oh my man. I'm God. high and low. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, but I don't know. I wouldn't be panicking. I don't think I'm panicked quite yet. I think I I think I quietly have a pretty decent team. I put I had a good week last week in most leagues. I just lost. I mean, and if you you fucking lose sometimes. That's the way she goes, yeah. You know, like I had 135 points, not bad. I mean, fucking Maddie had Pat Mahomes who got almost forty. Yeah. Cup who had twenty five. Yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon twenty three. Josh Jacobs getting garbage, garbage, garbage two tutties. But I mean, I had Jamari Chase twenty two, Corey Davis twenty four, Robbie Gould got me fourteen. You know, Keenan Allen kicker. eighteen. But my big guys didn't show up. Right. Yeah. Ridley, uh, Henry. You know what I mean? Gasecki. Sick! Damn it, Mike! Damn it, Mike! <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I it's mean, I, goes. I, I think I'll be okay, but I was panic wiring a little bit. A bit. Well, yeah. we'll see how it plays out this week. All right, our final cue comes in from a longtime listener, avid fan. It's a, it's someone we all know and love. It's Doris from the Beverly Crest, <laughs> which I, I stopped at today. <laughs> Perfect, boys. I can't tell you how happy I am to have the BFB back. This last little bit has been rough, and I'm not going to lie. Two years of dealing with these COVID regulations has been a grind. My boss of the crest has been riding my ass, and the customers are as demanding as ever. To make matters worse, ever since they introduced these new bullshit rules, my OnlyFans honeypot has been slowly drying up. I mean, I'd like to think that I wasn't the sole reason for their content crackdown, but I know that ain't true. At Slippery Doris 69 doesn't exactly scream wholesome content. <laughs> Sorry for the rant, fellas. It's just been hard. But something happened the other day that makes me think it hasn't been too hard on at least one of the BFB hosts. The other day I was walking home and it was business as usual. Having a cold one to take the edge off while taking in the scenery of the Northeast Corridor. 
I usually see friends, and I often see Marty and Huncho going about their day. Sometimes it's Matt ripping around in his shitbox Mazda. Sometimes it's Gord out on his rollerblades. You know, just the boys out there living. Well, the other day, I couldn't believe my eyes. What do I see but Gord, the self-professed grinder, driving around in his murdered-out Cadillac Escalade. <laughs> black paint, black tints, black 18-inch rims... No more pink Hawaiian sticker on the back. All while bumping the new Drake album, Certified Lover Boy. Imagine that. Seeing my lover boy pumping Certified Lover Boy. But it left me wondering, is Gord still the same? Has COVID changed him? Can a self-professed hard hat wearing grinder truly be just that in that kind of whip? The people need to know. Well, technically, the rims are 22s, but um, whatever. I mean, fucking 18-inch rims, buddy. It's like fucking 1998, man, okay? Dude, you should have put spinners on it. So, technically, the rims are 22s. Yes, they're black. Yes, they're gangster. Yes, the Escalade is not mine, okay? It's my wife's, so she drives it. And it's a 2003. <laughs> Murdered okay. out. Murdered. And it's got 420,000 kilometers on it. Fucking right. It's riding dirty. And honestly, the it is fucking reliable like the day it was made, man. <laughs> it is such a good truck. And Megan now, I, I always bug her. It's like she's real housewives of Rundle Park driving that fucking thing around, man. And so now we're, we're actually looking for a new vehicle for her. Oh, shit. And keeping the Cadillac? <clears throat> well, that's the thing. She said now she's accustomed to the Cadillac lifestyle. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, new Cadillacs, well, not like, well, obviously new new ones are fucking insanely expensive. Yeah. But even ones that are like six or seven years old are still crazy expensive. Hell yeah. So. That's why you can't let that 03 just go. Man, Don't let her depreciate. Dude, it's, it's fucking, it's pretty nice. Like, <laughs> but. Great for hockey. Great for hockey. Um, picking up Maddie in the fucking wintertime. Oh, yeah. All-wheel drive. But the other day she was driving and the heater fan motor, which is under the dash, yeah. blew. And a bunch of black smoke came out from under the dash. And she was pretty panicked. She called me. I was golfing, drunk. And uh, you know what? I mean, quick fix, right? Quick hundred and... 175 bucks, 200 bucks. I mean, hey, still less than a car payment, right? Walking buddy? around money. Walking around <laughs> money. Man. Oh, baby. But it is a nice truck. I will give it that. And, uh, but they are 22s, Matt. Come on. 22s. Fuck. I used to have chrome ones for it, but I went with, I bought All these black. black ones off this guy that used to work at the shop. So, fucking 22s. All black art thing. <laughs> I. Oh, yeah. Except my tight ends. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. Oh, man. So, you're still, still a grinder. I'm still grinding. Still grinding. I mean, you, you don't drive a 2003 Cadillac Escalade in Northeast Edmonton and not be a fucking grinder, okay? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> All right. There you go, Doris. Oh, shit. Okay. Well... When we jump in, when we finish one, we jump into another. That's usually I how things that's go, how right? that's how things go. Uh, one after the other. Okay, so let's jump into Pass It Around the NFL. Pass It Around. So this will be a bit of a schmozzle of uh, stuff that happened in the offseason and stuff that's currently happening. 
Um, but I think let's start with uh, new beginnings, new coaches, and new material. And new material. Yes, because yes. Um, there were a few different coaches hired um, in this offseason. Brandon Staley in, in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Robert Sala in New York. Is it Salah or Soleil? Soleil. One of the two. I think it's Soleil. Soleil. Okay. David Culley in Houston. And then these two. Dan Campbell in Detroit. And Nick Sirianni in Philadelphia. Now... Sirianni got a win this week. He got a win, but boy, oh boy, this... Okay, we got to start with Dan Campbell. Did you hear his introductory press conference? No. You did not hear it, so this is... Okay. Well, all right, here we go. Man, I don't have cable anymore, so don't watch SportsCenter. No? No. Well, let's Well, t- I have cable, but I, I only have SportsNet. Okay. But so, not t- okay. no TSN. So, not much NFL coverage on Sportsnet. Just Dawson all the time, eh? Just da- yeah, I have to... Uh, dude, I have to Dazzin Thursday and Monday night yeah, games. Yeah, I bet, eh? Alright, so this was his introductory press conference. Alright, and so this team's gonna be built on... Uh, we're gonna kick you in the teeth, alright? And when you punch us back, we're gonna smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're gonna get up. And on the way up, we're gonna bite a kneecap off. All right, and we're going to stand up, and then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right, and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap, and we're going to get up, and then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. Before, before long, we're the, going to be the last one standing. All right, that's going to be the mentality. All right, and we're going to learn that any loss that we take, we're going to make sure we feel the full pain of it and not go numb to it and learn from. <laughs> my god what is he just talking ridiculous about? eat a kneecap <laughs> kick me a couple more times i'll get right back up and you think like okay that was a pretty uh fucking ridiculous <laughs> introduction but then you you gotta listen to nick sirianni's introductory press conference because it was even worse thing that's very important to me is that we build a smart football team that we have a smart football team here. And I know we have the, the people in place to do that. But the first part of that, the first part of being smart is knowing what to do. We're gonna, we're gonna, know, we're gonna have systems in place that are easier to learn, all right? Complicated to the defense or offense that they're going against or the special teams group they're going against, but easy for us to learn. Because when we can put that, because we when we can learn our system and we can get good at our system, then our talent can take over. Less thinking equals talent take over. But we need to have systems in place, and we will have systems in place to do so. Dude, this is- guy <laughs> is ridiculous, and the material doesn't stop there. So it was uh, he was asked about this by a by a um, by a fucking news reporter about like what he did to challenge to challenge these. Uh, the players to get to know them and he talked about playing <coughs> rock paper scissors against them i'll tell you i think some of you guys are wondering like what game we didn't go earth shattering on these games right i played a couple of them at rock paper scissors right that was as easy as that rock paper scissors let's see how competitive you are i'm competitive i'm gonna be talking trash to him did you talk trash back to me right um Jeopardy. There's different ways to do it. It looks a lot of different ways, but our coaches got so creative with this. Like Jeff Stoutland, uh, Brian Johnson. Like they they did just such. Aaron Moorhead. They all did a great job, right? Uh, Tracy Rocker, Jeremiah Washburn. They all did a great job of just figuring out how to compete. Because everyone's compete looks a little different. Like if I, I get up there, I play them rock paper scissors. They got a little more creative than I did at times. So 
It was awesome, though, because it did oh anything you compete at. When you compete with somebody that's competitive, they're going to go at you no matter what, no matter what game you're playing. Man, I... Uh, Listen, you you can play rock, paper, scissors when we get in, in person together. Right. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I saw... You know what? They did have a clip of when he did get hired on Sportsnet. I, I found it. Sirianni? I am smart, and I'm, smart, I'm self-smarted, basically, by myself. Basically, from nature and smoking drugs and doing different things, I've self... Like self-learn myself, and that's the whole difference, I guess, is that I don't need the books or the, the schooling type things. I just get everything on my own, and because of that, I'm alive right now. I mean, if I read more books or tried to go on to college and different things like that, I'd be dead right now. Because people say books in college are for to be to make you smarter, but they can also be for to be to get you dead, which is what could happen to me. <laughs> Oh man, I can't believe you dug that up. I actually, that's so fucked because I just found another Nick Sirianni press conference. Here we go. Basically this, and this is something that I live by, and I always have, and I always will. Don't ever, for any reason, do anything to anyone, for any reason, ever, no matter what, no matter where or who or who you are with or or where you are going or or where you've been ever <laughs> for any reason my Oh man, I, I really look forward to the rest that they give us this, the rest of the year. Yeah, man. Well, we, we got a direct line with most teams <laughs> for clips, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> you know, even though they don't give us the media yeah. pass, we kind of have the media pass. Yeah, it's weird. They keep calling all their clips ESPN. <laughs> but, like, it's direct to us. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it should just be BFB. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, rookie, rookie shined. Week one. Yeah, big I would time. say. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, especially fantasy wise, you know what? If you had one of these guys and you took a chance and you started them, you did well. You did yeah. well. Um, a few of them. Waddle. Waddle had a great week. Uh, I, I, I listed off five. I just looked up okay. five quick yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, you got to give it to Devonta Smith. Yeah, big one. Uh, 71 yards and a tutty. For the Eagles. What um, may, maybe one of the best new nicknames coming in, the Slim Reaper. The Slim Reaper. Yeah. Yes. That is a great, mm. great mm-hmm. nickname. Yeah. Um Elijah Mitchell, obviously. Yeah. You know, getting nod as opposed to Trey Sermon, and I think he really ran with it. Uh he settled with 104 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, which is crazy because I I think they took Sermon in the second or third. Took Sermon in the third, yeah. And Elijah Mitchell in the fifth. Yes. Crazy. Right. Um, obviously, camp, they, Shani just saw what he saw, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Jamari Chase, got to give it to him. Yeah. Uh, 101 yards and Honestly, tutty. man, good for him. Yeah. And Especially with all the shit that people were talking in the preseason with the drops. To, to put up 100 yards in your first game? Yeah, man. And a tutty? Yeah, for Done. sure. I mean, I have him, which I'm happy about. I got him in a league, too. Um, and then, you know what? Little boy Mac Jones, mm. eh? In New England? Had a great first NFL game. Um, 
29-39, only 281 yards, but efficient. One touchdown, he had 102.6 passer rating. Damn. So, under the radar a bit. Under the radar a little you bit. Know? Zach Wilson had a great game, too. I didn't look up his stats. He gets an honorable, honorable mention. Yeah, Zach Wilson, I saw a couple of the throws he made to Corey Davis. They were real <sighs> they were tough, nice. tough, nice throws. Yeah, for sure. The rookies, it's nice to see. Oh, I like it. Deep in that fantasy pool. I like it. I'm hoping for Nothing my boy I love more Najee. than a rookie. I hopefully he uh, he kind of turns it around. Got him in one league. Najee, um, baby. Najee, Najee, Najee. Oh, man. I got two Harrises as my starting RB1 and RB2 in the money league. <laughs> Perfect. And she ain't looking good this no. week. <laughs> oh, man. But, man, like, it should be a good team. On paper, it's not bad, but... You know what? On paper, doesn't always translate to real life success. No, something I've learned along <laughs> along the way. Oh, Gavin with Gord. <laughs> All right. Uh, obviously, there were some issues with vaccinations uh, this season, or going into this season, we should say. Uh, no one more outspoken than uh, Cole Bars Beasley. Um, he arrived at training uh, training camp, read a read a statement, kind of a, a weird one. He said he's not anti-vax, he's just pro-choice. But then, like, after that, he released uh, a track <laughs> called Heavy Ones on his, uh, whatever his rap name is, which is an ode to his number 11, but also, if you listen to the lyrics, it also uh, symbolizes his testicles. Because <laughs> his lyrics, like, I got heavy nuts, which is prominently featured, um, along with anti-vax lines like, Ain't no vaccination for me. Only evacuation. Save him, homie. <laughs> and then at one point he goes, To shut my mouth and you're, you're going to have to kill me. If freedom of speech and freedom of choice go out the window, then there's no freedom at all. That doesn't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, uh, Beasley adds it, After also claiming he's too ill to be repaired. <laughs> so, which is kind of fucked. I mean... If you're really into it, you can check him out on on Apple Music. I'll just give a little snippet of the of the of the beat, uh, and uh, you know, don't want to give this guy too much. It's called the Heavy Ones. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, like, yeah, I guess. But then you listen to the lyrics, and it's just some moron. When you're listening to that shit, you ain't listening to the lyrics anyway. You just bounce into the beat and the mask, man. Well, yeah, (laughs) half the speaker is blown. Yeah. Anyways, he's he hasn't really relented. Interestingly enough, his teammate Isaiah McKenzie, two fines, and that guy got the vaccination. After his second one, boom, it was done. Yeah. But uh, as we're as we're on the topic of spitting NFL players, hot bars, did you know that your boy Kadarius Tony has a rap a rap side project? Yeah, KT fourteen man or whatever. I can't remember what's his rap name. Young Joka. Yes, that's <laughs> right. But J O K A, right? J O K A and Young is Y U N G. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Young. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good one out there. Uh, he's got a new uh, song called International Player. If anybody wants to check it out, runs a guy about two minutes. 
So there's that. And then in lighter news, uh, Nick Chubb just got a localized uh, cereal named after him called Chubb Crunch. <laughs> and it was, it broke like some cereal record in Ohio for like the most boxes <laughs> sold. It's fucked. It's fucked. Yeah. The Chubb Crunch, hey? Chubb Crunch. Um, <laughs> ending it on a lighter note. <laughs> on a little bit of a sour note, there were a few few injuries this weekend. Yes. For the boys. Yeah, tough Couple ones, tough man. ones, man. Couple guys that really had faith in Fitzy this mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he might come back halfway through the year, but... That's a... That, the sound... The name of the injury, like hip subflexation or something like that subluxing so it's when your hip or a joint because i did it to my shoulder just about dislocates oh so it like moves out of the socket but not fully out of the socket and then it comes back damn we never ever needed a nigel medical minute on this pod no man i got it (laughs) i had pretty much a doctor i had to get surgery on mine because it used to fucking fall out all the time brutal yeah but uh, that's a subluxation. Yeah, Fitzy's a big one. Although Heineke looks like more than an accu- uh, adequate backup. The oh, way he's yeah. Playing, he's a good player. So Absolutely. I think, I, yeah. Lucky for them. And the play, he played in the playoffs last year against yeah. Tampa and lost. Yeah. yeah. Didn't lose close. by much, though. Very close. Very close. Didn't lose by much. Yeah, and he's got Riverboat Ron, right? So he's got a lot going for him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, tough to lose Fitzy on that one. You got to wonder, like, with his age, like, is that it? Does he make a comeback? Like he's, he's played for like fifteen yeah, teams, man. Exactly. Tough way to see it. if it if it is. That's a really tough way to see that guy go out. Yeah, he'll be Such back, a man. He'll man. be grinding, dude. He doesn't care if he's a backup. Mm. He's a career backup. The magician. The magician. All right. Who else? Uh, Demarcus Lawrence broke yeah. his foot. Yeah, that's a tough one for the Cowboys. Practice, right? In practice. Practice. Yeah. On uh, yeah, so he's going to be out even longer. They're thinking like three months. Fuck. So Fitzy's out eight weeks, D-Mark's out probably three months, so yeah, like close to 12 weeks. Yeah, Mostert. Mostert's gone, eight you know. weeks. Yeah, um, there are a few of them that happen. I can't remember any of them right now, but they all happen. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, Mostert's tough. I kept him in one league. Fuck, I had nobody else to keep, though. My team was so bad, but... Yeah, I mean... You can't see that coming, right? No. Well, well it is Mostert, so... Yeah, maybe, yeah, you but... probably should have seen that guy. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, fuck. Maybe, did you have anything else for Pass It? Uh, well, we already talked about Jabu, mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of covered, and uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, your boy Scottish Hammer, I I just wanted to make mention is, you know, the... Panic? The, the, the special teams coach said he wasn't panicking. What? Mike Pryfer said that? <laughs> he said he's still in good faith. Yeah, I mean, like, he's a good player. I think I do think he panicked, though. Like, I think he, he had time to pick up that thing. No, that... yeah. So, the, the hammer panicked. Yes. But the coaches are not panicking. No, 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 no. No, I think he'll do better. He definitely panicked, though. Yeah, like that, you know. I Honestly, when going into that week, I did not think Cleveland had... Uh, Right, we're going to win. So the fact that they like had the commanding lead, lead uh, it was a hell of a game, heck of a game, and it came down to three plays. It was the first one was Chubb's fumble from the yeah. Cleveland perspective. Chubb's Chubb's fumble, followed by Gillen's muff. Yeah. Um, and then the last one was Mayfield's uh, interception on the la- in the last minute and a half or whatever. But like, fuck, 
you know. What are you gonna do? On yeah, to Houston. Such life. Yeah, on, on to, to Houston. Houston. Yeah, Fucking, here we go. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. like the Giants, man. Well, you tossed in the group chat earlier this week uh, that picture of Aaron Rodgers <laughs> looking, <laughs> looking all slicked up, like sons of anarchy. <laughs> yeah, man. And I just read somewhere like. You know, people are saying, well, did Rodgers, you know, is he trying to tank the year? Does he actually fucking care or anything like that? And then somebody listed, like, kind of the things that have happened in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was like, trade up for first-round quarterback without his knowledge. Draft a backup running back with your second pick. Draft zero wide receivers. Sign zero wide receivers in free agency. And then you kick a field goal against the Bucks when you need a touchdown to win. Like, yeah, <laughs> obviously he's going to be mad. But I feel like he's come out and said... I'm not mad at my team and I'm not mad at my coach. I just can't stand the general manager. That's yeah. it. That's long and short of it, I guess. Hey, fuck. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like Aaron Rodgers is good, man. I would say Aaron Rodgers is probably <laughs> the third best quarterback in the league and reigning MVP. Reigning MVP. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think oh, yeah. he deserves to be on a team that actually believes in him. Like, yes. you know, yeah, true. Or gives them a chance. Well, like, yeah, just because they have Devontae Adams, they're not gonna... Adams has made it clear, though, that he... He's, he's out. Might, he might be out, too, so... Fucking right. You know, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens there. Anyways, moving along. You didn't hit me with the woo. Boy, we are out of practice. (laughs) Fuck this shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, just missed it. Are you you trying a new hairdo? No. No? It's just... Why? Well, it's forward tonight. Oh, well, it's just out of the hat. Oh, okay. Not slicked. Just things are not... Things are a little (laughs) bit disjointed. It's like the upside down world here. Um, Fuck's sakes. I missed the woo. I was reading the bounce back. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Is that that a strategy your reading coach taught you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, I can read plenty fucking fine, Matthew. Okay. All right. Um, (coughs) Bounce back, boy. And uh, it's it's my boy, and it's your boy. Ooh, um, and that's Najee Najee in in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh baby, they played the Raiders this week. To Ison Williams just put up um, sixty five yards, nine attempts, mm-hmm. one tutty. Yeah, and he put up twenty nine yards through the air. So. I think he's got to tote the rock a little bit more. I think they got to give it to him. Yeah. Um, but he did have 16 rush attempts last weekend. I think if he gets another, you know, 16, 17, I think he'll have a good week. Yeah, like, honestly, t- Buff- your, t- Buffalo's a fucking hard team to run on. Yeah, exactly. To, as your opening one. And I think the best stat that came out of that game was Najee Harris was on the field. When there was a running back on the field, 100% of the time, it yeah. was Najee. There was no other running no. back. So, you know, we talked about it a bit uh, when you when you go into the draft. You're, you know, even though half PPR helps offset it a bit, 
it's always nice to have that like bell cow mm-hmm. running back that you know is the guy. Not a timeshare guy, not a split carry guy. Or third down guy or whatever. Le'Veon and, Bell when he was there. Right, exactly. And David Najee's Johnson. Kind of, yeah, you know Con- what I mean? James Conner, same thing when he was there, right? Yeah. Like, Pittsburgh has a reputation for it. And I mean, uh, you know, just talking about show life as a fan, he said going into that draft, Pittsburgh had a lot of areas they could have addressed. Mm-hmm. And they spent their first round pick on what some would say is a luxury position. You know, like, you don't see a lot of running backs going. There's the random few. Yeah. But, like... You know, when you look at the roster, maybe running back wasn't the biggest need, but they believed in Najee enough. So I think that's all you need to remember as a fantasy owner. It's going to happen. The guy's got the pedigree yeah, playing for Saban yeah. at Alabama. Like, fuck, he's going to be good, man. Yeah, yeah, I've got no I've got no worries. See, I'm happy I drafted him in that keeper league. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But he was my first round pick. Right. Gibson was the only running back before him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Went Gibson, Dak. Mm-hmm. Dak, baby. Dak, baby. Oh, shit. Bounce back, boy. Bounce back. Nice to boy? hear that song Miss again. Miss the woo. Eh, <laughs> That's happens. all right. Nice to hear that song again. Um, Did I make a prediction last year during the bounce back, boy? I think I did, but we never kept track of it. We don't keep track of this one. No. We give you some reprieve. But yeah, do you I have a prediction? I think he's going 101 yards on the ground, one tutty, 33 through the air. That's right. Okay. Yeah, you. We did. We definitely did make a prediction. All I right. don't need to be make, trying to make any more fucking predictions. You know what? I can go back in the league records to see if we kept track of the <laughs> or the pod records to see if we keep track of the record. And if we don't, we could. You know, it's nice. No, 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 no. no but no, don't you want it to offset your fearless? Because we know that's gonna be shit. Just like my tank cast. <laughs> like I know it's gonna be brutal. Yeah. Well, no. You know what? We don't need to add any more polls. True. <laughs> tracking our time look at us we're reeling down the pod only oh, the third segment an hour in let's do it <laughs> oh baby you know what? You convinced me. I thought it was going to be a different song for my intro for uh, for um, United. United for the United Nation. But you know what? Had to go with Jay. It's Had too to good. It. It's too good of a song. It's too good of an album. Oh baby. Okay. Well, let's get into it. Um, quickly, we're going to go over the weeks in uniforms. Not a lot going on. Cowboys rock their navy blue tops. I, I dig those. Um, the Bengals debuted their new threads though. The all white uh, didn't look bad. Nope. I have to say, it's way better than what they had before. Um, and looking ahead to this week's uh, uniform highlights, really nothing special. Uh, teams are really keeping it kind of regular for the first couple weeks of the season. Then we'll start to see those throwbacks and alternates and all that stuff. Um, but in the off season, a few things did happen. Some notable, notable uniform news. Um, so for new... Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> even get it out. Okay, but I have to ask quickly. Yes. Why did Washington wear their whites tonight at home? I think they have the option. Home team has the option. Oh. So maybe they in a primetime game, maybe they just wanted to do a little something. Roll the crispy whites. Don't mind those. Don't mind those, you know? Washington, color scheme wise, has one of the best palettes, I think, in the NFL. Yeah. With the burgundy, the gold, and the white. It just works really well. A little bit of red too. Yeah, you know, like a little a little dash in there. 
Anyways, uh, in the offseason, the Bengals were the only team to th- to introduce a full rebrand of everything. I think they nailed it. Uh, the orange jersey looks good. They kept, uh, you know, some ties with the old uniforms with, you know, the similar number fonts and stuff like that. Stripes. I like how they kept the helmets the same. Uh, the black, the white, the orange options. They did pretty well. I mean, their last ones were hideous. So they, <laughs> they had nowhere to go but up. So good for them. They still, they'll still be the bottom feeder in the AFC North. I mean, when you're, when you're handcuffed by a team named like the Bengals, you have to have tiger stuff. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? But I mean like, like the helmet, the but they don't have to have a full striped helmet. You know I what I mean? The, I and I don't mind helmet. it. I like it. Right? They used to have it back in the day. It just said the word Bengals on the side. Yeah. It was all black. You so, know what I don't mind is the S- the Elks helmets mm. with the antlers on them. Yeah. Those are not bad. Not bad. Something about the horns looks a little unfinished to me. Like, I wish there was a little, like, outline of white, maybe. <laughs> just like the green yeah. directly on the yellow. It kind of looks like it's halfway done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know... You're it's due the next day in your, you know, science project, 85% done. Just <laughs> fucking send it in, right? Anyways, uh, they were the full, first one, first, only team to do a full rebrand. But uh, a couple teams introduced some nice uh, throwbacks, starting with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, in the past, they've worn, like, combinations of, like, navy blue and brown and yellow. Uh, but these throwbacks are going to be uh, all green. Green pants, green jersey. Yellow numbers. Nice. Going to be a nice little like, nice little thing to see on the field, I think. Um, and along with them, the Browns now have a 75th anniversary jersey uh, that pays homage to the 1946 uniform. Looked really sharp. Honestly, considering buying one. They look great. <laughs> they look really good. I like the drop shadow. Really nice. And then the LA Rams did kind of a twist on a throwback. Uh, so they've got, and I think they're wearing it like four or five times this year. They're wearing what they're calling an updated throwback. So it basically kind of looks like the old uh, St. Louis ones with a little bit of tweaking. Dark basically. blue? No, white, uh, yellow pants, and then like yellow and blue shoulders. It doesn't look bad, actually. Uh, and San Francisco now ha- it has both the red and white 1994 throwback in their rotation. Along with, I don't know why they're allowed to have four. Um, I guess maybe they declared one as, a, as an alternate. Anyways, they've got four in the rotation. Huge news, Gord. <laughs> Breaking. This is huge. This is huge. This will change the uni game. This is the last season where the NFL has the one shell rule. So next season, teams can have multiple helmets and they don't have to be the same color. Which would open the door, Pandora's box, of uniform glee. Like just... Um, oh, think about it. You could go Tampa Bay creamsicles. You could go Seattle Seahawks silver helmets. Mm-hmm. You could roll the jet, the Eagles, man. The Eagles with the green. Oh, man. Like, so it they would don't, be sick. There's the, no restriction no on restri- helmets. They could go whatever color they want. At any pa- time. Patriots rocking the white helmet. Cowboys rocking the white helmet. Man, like, it's going to be sick. It's going gonna, it's gonna to open up a lot of options uniform-wise. Hmm. It's going to be real nice. I'm pumped. Can I? Can you tell? <laughs> Fuck, it's gonna be good. So this is last year. So yeah, I, I can. I like. I guarantee we'll see like the creamsicle come back. Yeah. Oh baby. Hmm. Think. Oh man. I do like the Giants. Yes. Yeah. The writing as opposed to the NY. 
Well, and they're like those old ones were almost like a navy blue, so they could roll back with that. Man, mm-hmm. dude, it's it's oh, I'm pumped. Okay, and uh, a lot of questions. Obviously, Andy, uh, the Strathcona Corona. Uh, wrote in asking about the numbers and I had a couple other people reach out about the numbers going on in the NFL. So let's go through the relaxed restrictions. So a quarterback can now wear number one all the way to 19. Wide receivers can go one to 49 or 80 to 89. Running backs can also go one to 49 or 80 to 89. And same thing for tight ends. DBs can go one to 49. Linebackers one to 59 and 90 to 99. Offensive linemen still kind of got shafted, fifty to seventy nine. Sorry, boys, not no single digit big boys. You know, like. and then defensive linemen can go fifty to seventy nine and ninety to ninety nine. So, like when, for instance, Andrew brought up watching like a linebacker. So, if you have an edge player that plays the edge of the line, they would be considered a linebacker, I suppose. So that's why you can they can wear like nine or three or whatever. So the the Kansas City Chiefs actually made this proposal. Um, and their reasoning was that it would prevent teams from running out of numbers or using retired numbers with practice squads having expanded. Mm. Uh, so single digit jerseys are always going to be high in demand and they're high value items. Several star players around the league wore single digits when they were in college and then had to switch when they got to the league, but now they can go back, but there's a catch players wanting a new Jersey if they were with the same team had to buy up the remaining inventory of their jerseys at retail price before making the switch, what making a move to a new number an expensive decision. So especially for the stars. So Dalvin cook, for instance, found out about the costs of his switch firsthand. He wears 33 right now, obviously for many, but he wore number four when he was going to Florida state, the switch that he would have cost him was $1.5 million. What? Yeah. So he said it was too high. So he said he's going to wait uh, to and wear 33 for this year because next year they can do it for free. Oh. So they the, basically they're saying like, you know, by then we'll stop printing it if we know you're going to be changing yeah. kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's, that's nice. So a lot of that, a lot of the players seem to be waiting for that. And actually T Higgins came out today because a lot of Bengal fans have been calling him... Uh, Ocho Sanko 2.0 because he wears 85. Yeah, he switched to 8, right? 5, Five. yeah. He said, uh, I don't want to be a 2.0. No disrespect to Chad. He's a great receiver, this and that. I just don't want to be a 2.0 for myself, man. I want to be T. Higgins 1.0, number 5. <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be switching next year. So that's good. But the only thing that kind of these vets are, are rolling the dice on are rookies. Mm-hmm. Rookies didn't have to pay a thing. Yeah. Coming out, if they, like Elijah Moore in New York, pick number eight. Rondale yeah. Moore, pick number four in Arizona. So, like, these guys are just snapping up all these decent, sought-after yeah. singles. Yeah. Shep went to three. I like it. Crispy. Crispy. That Victor Cruz preseason crisp. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. And then, uh, one, maybe the most famous receiver to go single digit is Julio Jones. Yeah. And he came out and he, he explained his his math behind choosing number two. So obviously his number 11 was taken by AJ Brown. Yeah. But he said that one plus one is two and that 11 times two is 22, which is Derek Henry's number. So it's a reminder to defenses, defenses that they have to deal with all three. 
Oh, man. And then a couple other cool things that happened. Um, Tyreek Hill has been fined, up to date, has been fined over $10,000 by the NFL for mocking defenders with his peace sign when he tosses the deuces, right? So he invested in a company called Grip Boost and had custom gloves made that have a have a peace sign graphic on the palm. Yeah. So when he's running by, all he does is hold up an open hand and it looks like he's giving the peace sign, avoiding all, all fines. Pretty sick. And then, and then, yeah, but whatever, he's Tyreek Hill. And then the last thing that kind of came in, Stefan Diggs, probably uh, best player in the league for fucking sick kicks. Yeah, He always oh, has yeah. sick cleats. Uh, this past week, he debuted um, a Wire-inspired cleats oh. in honor of uh, Michael K. Tomar. <laughs> I don't know I'm name. so embarrassed at Michael K. something. <laughs> Fuck. Anyways. I didn't even try. Omar coming. <laughs> okay. And on the side it said uh, it had pictures of, you know, all the all the boys, Stringer Bell, all the all those guys. And on the one side it said a man must have a code. You know. Fucking what a series. You ever watched I've, The Wire? I haven't watched it, man. You've never oh, so you know nothing. Oh no. man, dude, you gotta get on the wire and watch it twice through. We are off our stride. <laughs> Teddy's sitting on the pop just staring <laughs> oh, at us. Man, you fucking idiots. <laughs> we, he's, we're letting him down. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Okay, well, let's fucking bounce back. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it, Gord. You know, there's still a little bit left in the pod. It's not over yet. No. Do you know what we have next? I know what we got next, buddy. What do we have next? When, when me and Maddie were deciding to try and shorten up the pod, yeah, I said, you know, maybe we don't need the, the milk carton minute. But then we realized it's the best song we play on the pod each episode. Yeah, you can't cut it. It's you too can't good. cut it. It's too or, good. Or else we'd intro with it every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is such a good tune. Um, and, you know, Wisconsin was in outbreak this, this week. They were, they were scared. All of Wisconsin. <laughs> you could walk into the, you know, the Chevron across from the Dunkin' Donuts, and you'd look at a carton of milk, and who's there? <laughs> but but their boy, their golden boy, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And he was missing. And you know what? A lot of people have felt like he's been missing for a little while. Fuck, he's been fucking apprenticing at the local shop. Yeah. <laughs> Just give him a goddamn break. <laughs> Yeah, he's working at the fucking dock of Lake fucking Michigan or whatever, man. Um, had a rough week. Oh, yeah. Versus Nola. Real rough week. Um, Underrated D. I mean, Green Bay only mustered a fucking field goal all game. So, brutal. Um, terrible. He had 137 yards and two interceptions. I bet you in a couple fantasy leagues, he got negative points. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Man. Like if you were minus one an in interception, Rogers had fucking neg points. But you know what? He's also a candidate for a bounce back. 
because they played Detroit this week, mm. and I think uh, you know the NFC North battle here. I think it's I think it's going to be good. Detroit, bit of a porous defense. Yes, little bit. Jared Goff, a bit of a surprising game. Yeah, dude, guy was putting up numbers oh, and yeah. points. Well, he was he was you know not bad in LA. I mm. yeah, true, true, not. Not great. Not no, McVay No. He's not a McVay guy. No, right? he's not. He's not. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he's going to find some pay dirt this week against, uh, Aaron. against Detroit. Well, let's hope. I mean, him going, like, reigning MVP, coming out like that in week one with everything that happened in the offseason, it certainly raised many, many different questions. Who was the cowboy who confronted Johnny and Larry that night? But if Dan was hallucinating, who ate house food? What about the mysterious behavior of the barbecue lid? Was it really the nanny? Does this story seem possible? Was the morgue attended in on the deception too? Were there gases trapped within the milk bucket that caused the activity? How was the doctor able to send email without a computer? Was the sewing machine taken over by the spirit of Byron's grandmother? Could a plant really identify a murderer? Is it possible that a parrot could give a young girl the will to live? Was the victim of amnesia? How do you explain the bullet hole in his phone? Is this story true? Can a fertilized octopus egg ingested into the human system actually grow inside the body? Do you believe this story? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Where have you been, bro? Oh man. Oh man. Okay. Well, moving forward. Alright, we gotta thank Feldy for this one. Yeah. Our boy. Uh, did not give him any notice. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pulled through in the clutch. Pulled Zero. through in the clutch. Zero. Yeah, so this was legit what he sent us. Um, I don't know, maybe Tyrod Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Tyrod has had a few... Yeah, sorry, Tyrod. Tyrod, yeah, not Tyrod. Tyrod, I gotta know that. He's He's had a pretty few rough years mm-hmm. um when he was with the bills took him to the pro bowl benched for nathan peterman still led the bills to their first playoff series since 1999 yep yep when he was with the browns he got hurt bench for baker right decision sure chargers doctor punctures his lung <laughs> yes okay yep texans wins qb1 debut true true give it to the man guys had a fucking hell of a career Drafted in the sixth round by the Ravens. And yeah. he was on the team in 2012 to beat the 49ers and won a Super Bowl. He was the backup. He's got <laughs> he's a fucking Super Bowl champ. So he's got a ring. He's got a ring to raw, baby. Oh man. You gotta feel good for the guy. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. Man. Except for the punctured lung thing. Yeah, that's freaky. I want so like in a in if that happens, is the recourse like can the player then take legal action against the doctor I would assume. or the team or is it, you know, or do they have to sign a waiver? Basically. I wonder what the recourse was for that. Like, was the guy fired? We probably reported it. I <laughs> <laughs> can't remember a goddamn thing. My short term memory has really taken a hit. Oh yeah. But the way she goes, you know, 
Um, but you know what? Like, although I appreciate uh, Feldy giving a feel good, I couldn't leave it at that. There was a little bit more I wanted to to give thanks for. So I've got a couple Maddie's Marty's feel good, Marty Marty Maddie. Um, and the first one is my boy Matt Feldman. Oh, he came through uh, for the for us when we needed him, and I'm excited. Because we always talk about Matt sticking together, yes. and this this recent season in the forty, we did a division realignment, and it fucking actually happened. Yeah, Matt's did stick together. You and me are the only cool people here. Everybody here is just a bunch of posers and hoes and shitheads. <laughs> me and you, Matt, we're the only <laughs> cool fucking people in our div. <laughs> Stuck with Gordon, the commissioner, the crooked commish. So yeah, I wanted to give him a little bit of love. Matt, stick together. All right. And my second one is a special surprise. Slash story time. So, shortly after we stopped recording last season, I was perusing Facebook Marketplace. Okay. And I came across a man selling a box of knockoff Cleveland Browns football jerseys. In Edmonton. <laughs> okay. And uh, this guy, I uh, chatted with him a bit, used them for his fl- his competitive flight football team. So they are a bit tattered as well. All right. They upgraded, apparently, and got new jerseys. So he was looking to get rid of these ones. 60 bucks. 60 bucks for 12 knockoffs from China. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. So I took him up on the offer. <laughs> so I am... So excited that this season on the BFB, we will be having weekly reveals of the players that came in this uniform set because they are Cleveland Brown legends. So there are 12 total. All right. And my thinking is each week, Gordo and I will wear each wear a different player. (laughs) We'll talk a bit about them. And then at the end of the season, as a thank you to our guests... We will give these away. <laughs> okay, we gotta mail them out. Well, they not gotta come to Beverly and pick them up. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the locals got first dibs. But you know what? Whoever is an in studio guest, in studio guest, you get one as a parting gift. Yeah. But it has to be one that we've worn. So can, <laughs> if you don't mind, I'm gonna go grab the two for this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. I can put it over top of my new, yeah. my New York T-shirt yeah. I'm wearing. Now. Quality's up its greatest, and I'm going to give you the option here. So our first ca- uh, candidate. Oh, give me the Hoyer. Another, none other than <laughs> number six, Brian Hoyer. Yeah, give me the Hoyer. Okay. Now, you didn't want to see option two? Oh, I've taken the Hoyer. Because option two is number 12. A Colt! Oh, Colt no, McCoy. Dad, I got to take the Colt. You got to take the Colt. You're growing up Colt, baby. <laughs> National bestseller. So, they might smell a bit. I mean, they were used in competitive football. Or flag football. They're not bad. Some were a little snugger than others. <laughs> so, I'm going to have to... That's a little tight. You know. Skin. <laughs> Skin Why tight. These, like children's size. Well, they didn't want them getting tugged when they're running with their flags. Okay. So, they're tight. But, nice. you know. Yeah. Not bad. So there we go. I thought we'd start with a couple QBs because <laughs> Cleveland's known for their quarterbacks. Yeah. They don't smell that bad. No. 
Wash them a couple times, not going to lie. And they've been in storage. I've legit had to hold this secret <laughs> for eight months. I've told nobody that I did this. And I'm so relieved to get it out there, finally. Oh, baby. This Colt McCoy may be coming home with me. <laughs> Dude, you've already got my Gordon. <laughs> but that... That that's that that one's got to come back. I yeah, want the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want yeah, the Gordon to come back. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna wear it tonight, but dude, the Colt Mc, Colt McCoy is easily top three in the player list that I got, <laughs> and there's no repeats. That's the best part. Really nice. Yeah, real nice. And that was United by Unis. <laughs> okay, I so, don't think that was United by Unis. We already did United by. Unis. Oh, I mean Marty's feel good. <laughs> yeah, but it was uniform related. No matter. No wonder it made me happy. I was t- okay. I, I should full discretion. Uh, before Gord came here, and I was having all those technical difficulties. Um, I was like chain smoking these pre rolls like they were just cigs from a pack. So I was ripped before Gord got here. That's okay. And onward we go. So we mentioned it a little bit before, but a couple new segments are we're going to test drive here. So we want a little bit of feedback. Let me let us know what you think. Um, but this is a segment I, I sometimes watch the, the NBA games when they're broadcast on TNT and this is the direct ripoff. They do that. <laughs> they do this game with Charles Barkley, but I think it would be awesome. And so basically it's called who he play for. So each week, uh, Gord will bring three players and I'll bring three players and we'll just say their name and we have to name each other has to name who they currently play for, which was fun. So yeah. Hence why it's called who he played for. But when when Gord walked in, he's like, "What? What's that new fucking segment we're doing? <laughs> got got that guy or whatever? <laughs> who is that guy? Who that guy? Who that guy? <laughs> so who knows? It might evolve into that. Okay. Okay. Well, so are we gonna do one, one, one? Yeah, one, one. Okay. Well, do you want to go first? Sure. Oh God. Okay. Tavon Austin. Tavon Austin. I chose, I'll just, discretion, all offensive players. So he is, he was a hybrid wide receiver running back. He used to play for Dallas, right? Yeah, at one point played for Dallas. Yeah, I don't know who he plays for now. You could take a shot in the dark. If you you nail it, you'll get it. I'm going to say... The <laughs> Colts. No, close. Jacksonville. Oh, man, I was going to say Jacksonville, <laughs> yeah. too. Okay. Okay. Who you got? So, I went... What? My, my first guy... Give me a fucking long snapper. No, no, no. My first guy is... I'll give you a little hint. AFC North. He is special teams. Okay. But... And then my other two are just tonight related. Okay. Sounds good. Um, so this guy's name is Jack Fox. Oh, okay. So you really... Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> you were mean. No. Jack Fox. Jack Fox. Okay. And he, you said he plays AFC North? AFC North. I'll t- you know what? I'll, well, no. No, I, no. I, no. I I'll, okay. We should have really talked about this segment. <laughs> or put parameters around it. That's fine. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I lied to you. Okay. He plays in the NFC North. Okay, that's fine. What position does Jack Fox? He's Who a, is he's Jack Fox? He's the punter in Detroit. Oh, sick. He's a you fucking know what? punter. 
Okay. A few good puns. Punter's Lives Matter. Punter Lives Matter. And then my other two are a little bit easier. All right. Well, I hope you fuck this up. <laughs> Guaranteed I will. Here's my player. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. He still plays for the Giants, doesn't he? No. Mike Glennon is the backup. In... Yeah, work it out. Work it out. Colt McCoy. And if I would have read the book, I think I probably would have known where he lived. I don't know. Uh... Colt McCoy. Houston. Good guess. Arizona. Oh, back it up, Kyler. Back it up direct. Yeah, second string. Nice. Yeah. Not bad for Colt. All right. Okay, this one's an easy one. Okay. Should be able to get this one. Yep. And like I said, both of mine after this are uh, tonight related. Okay. Okay. Caden Smith. That's the tight end for the Giants. Backup tight end. Yeah, yes. that's right. Okay. okay. That's an easy one. Okay. My last player for you, Danny Amendola. Ah, he plays for Carolina. No, no, he plays for Houston. Houston Texans. Yes, well done, yes, Gordo. Wow. Yes, he caught a tutty for Good them Good correction. Week. Yes, perfect. Um, wow, decent. Okay. Okay, next one, Gary Brightwell. Gary Brightwell sounds like also like a tight end. So, the Washington tight end. No, he's the... Th- He's the third string RB for the Giants. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Gary Brightwell. Uh, yeah, so Saquon, Booker, Brightwell. Dude, what school did that guy go to? I'm trying to think of the most Christian white school in the world. <laughs> <He's>, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, He's yeah, I went to Utah. Dreads. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. So what were we, one for three? One for three each. Not bad. Not bad. Maybe we'll, yeah, we'll maybe talk and set some parameters around that. I didn't mind that. I like a little quiz. You know what I mean? It's got, well, I was thinking it's either got to be like like a, like a punter or a kicker mm. or an offensive. Punter, kicker, or offense. Oh, why? Why would we leave out defensive and include special teams? <laughs> well, because they're, they're special guys <laughs> to the team. You know, like Jamie Gillen, right? Like, I know yeah. who Jamie Gillen is. Not, long, not the Not long the long snapper, snapper or the holder. <laughs> okay. Fullbacks are an option. Uh, yeah, fullbacks would for be an sure. option. How about okay. that fucking 311-pound fullback for the fucking Ravens, man? I can't remember his name. And he he's... caught that ball, and two guys took him down, and he was fucking huge. He's legit a full-time fullback? Yeah, he's a fullback, yeah. No idea who he is. That's I can't wild. remember his name either. All right, <clears throat> we're going on to Dank Stats. Only a few, uh, but some good ones in here. So the Ravens running back room is something... Uh, when you really step back and look at it. So in 2019, Le'Veon Bell, Devonta Freeman, and Latavius Mur- uh, Murray were on contracts that averaged a combined 24.9 million per season. Two years later, it's 1.5 million. Huh. Just wild. Uh, Trey Lance threw a five-yard pass touchdown on his first career attempt. He's he was the first quarterback to throw a touchdown pass on his first career pass attempt. Since Tim Tebow did it in 2010 in Week 10 against the Chiefs, <laughs> I found this pretty wild. I just this isn't a current stat, but just there's only been five wide receivers that have had 1,400 yard uh, reception yards, 16 reception touchdowns in a single season since the merger. Jerry Rice, obviously you think of him, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Calvin Johnson, all guys that would come to mind. The fifth guy, Mushin Muhammad. 
who used to play for the Carolina Panthers. Just it's it's wild seeing his name amongst those other guys. Uh, Baker Mayfield uh, became the first Cleveland Brown quarterback to start week one in three consecutive years <laughs> since the team rejoined the NFL. <laughs> oh my God. In the past, uh, the Browns have more wins over the past three seasons than they did from 2011 to 2017. 25 in the last three years, 24 in those six wow. years combined. That's a rough stat. Yeah. The Browns are facing the Ravens in week 12. Then they have their bye. Then they play again against the Ravens in week 14. It's the only instance since the merger of teams facing the same opponent in consecutive regular season games since 91 when the Seahawks and Chargers played consecutive games with a bye in between as well. So there's a quarterback playing for the Miami Hurricanes, Derek King, pretty highly regarded, but he's an older prospect. Um, Derek King is 24 years old, old fogey. Currently, Gord, there are one, two, three, four, five, six NFL starting quarterbacks younger than this guy in Miami. Really? Can you name all six or some of them? <laughs> <laughs> all six quarterbacks younger, younger than, than 24. 24 years old. Um, Mac Jones. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um... Starting quarterbacks? Yeah. Okay, so those are the three rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, 24, hey? Yeah. Hmm. One of them's your fucking boy. Danny? No, not that boy. Not that close. But you like him. Sammy? Darnold? Nope. No, really, he's, he's twenty four. Yeah. Um, you got to think second year guys. You went through the rookies. Now you got to think of the second year crop that came up. Hurts. Yep. And then two more. Who? Testing me here. Hmm. <laughs> think about that. <clears throat> think about that Kiko jersey, baby. <laughs> oh, Tua. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then your boy. Your boy with the fucking sick hair. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> my boy with the sick hair. Herbert. Yeah, you got oh, him. Oh, man. Got him. He is my boy. There they are. Interestingly enough, this past draft, uh, there were a lot of reunions. So the Jaguars reunited Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, who played together at Clemson. Bengals got Burrow and Chase together, played at LSU. Tua and Jalen Waddle got together, former... Uh, Crimson Tide players, as well as Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith. Um, and oh, wow, <laughs> oh, this this is the toughest episode I've ever done. <laughs> uh, this past year, each of the first four wide receivers selected came from the SEC, college-wise: Chase Waddle, Devonta Smith, and Kadarius Tony. Young Joker. Young Joker. It's the first time in the common draft era that four wide receivers from the same conference were selected in the first round in a single draft. Um, and all four teams in the AFC West and the NFC West won in week one, marking the first time since the 70 merger in which multiple di- multiple divisions saw all its teams win. Now, this is pretty wild. Uh, something we definitely expected. The highest scoring A. Rodgers for the Packers in week one was rookie Amari Rogers, who had 2.9 fantasy points. 
Aaron had 1.3. Oh, um, season opener all time for zero pass touchdowns and multiple interceptions by reigning MVP. Surprisingly, Rodgers wasn't alone. He did it this year. Dan Marino did it in 85. Theismann did it in 84. Ken Stabler did it in 75. And Bart started it in 67. Like all legends. Um, so it's it's happened before. Yeah, it'll happen. Uh, a fantasy a fantasy dark horse this year. Matthew Stafford threw two touchdown passes of 50 plus yards on Sunday night. That matched the Rams' entire 2020 total. Really? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes improved to 11 and 0 in his career in September with 35 pass touchdowns and zero picks. 35 straight passing touchdowns without an interception in September is the longest streak in any month by any quarterback in NFL history. And uh, the last 13 quarterbacks drafted first overall have gone winless in their first career start. The last one to win was 2002 Texans quarterback David Carr. Really? Derek's bro. No milestone this week for Marty, but there is a one-hitter stat of the week. And you know what? Little Gordy's got a simple stat, too. Ooh! Gordy's got a quick, simple Hit stat. us with it. Just a quick one. And it's it's tonight-related as well. Mm-hmm. Terry McLaurin, number 17 for the Washington football team. This was his 10th career starting QB change. And he has only played 31 games. Damn. Yeah. 10th. And to have, to have the 31. success that he's had, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. That's where talent reigns. Holy shit. That's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. The one hitter stat of the week. Evan McPherson's OT game winning field goal. One of the cra- this one of the craziest stats continues to live on. So obviously the Bengals won on the field goal against Minnie. In franchise history, the Bengals have never scored an offensive touchdown in overtime. Really? <laughs> Ever. Ever. So they just get either fucking beat or win on a field goal. Probably beat. <laughs> Probably beat, yeah. Probably beat. Fuck. Those were the dank stats for this week. Nice. All Cruising. Right. Cruising. Where do you find these songs? That's what I need to know. Baby, that's a popular one. That's Birdman and Lil Wayne. (laughs) Wheezy, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. It's been a long time since Gord's been grinding. Yeah, fucking rip around the corner and you're at 0-3 Escalade. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Black smoke billowing out. Weed smoke billowing out. You know what, man? It's not easy driving around on 22s, you know what I'm saying? True, yeah. <laughs> Riding dirty all the time, too. Oh, man, it's Quartz Grinder. And uh, it's a new season of the Grinder. Yeah. But it's still the same guy. Putting in his time, <laughs> man. Paying his union dues once a month. Hey? Fucking hitting that time, punching that time clock. Punching the clock. You know, fucking... Boom, yeah. in, out, taking your 15-minute coffees. I just, what pops in my head is just the introductory uh, scene in the Flintstones. 
Or <laughs> <laughs> he rides down the brontosaurus. Rides down the brontosaurus, <laughs> punches this ticket in the bird's beak or whatever it is. I guess my dad used to have this punch, like this guy that he worked with, and he would always flip a coin with him to, and so okay. the guy would have to punch out for my dad so my old man could leave early. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad always, he was the, the fellow that worked with my dad was Chinese, so I think his English probably wasn't the best. <laughs> and my dad used to play heads I win, tails you lose. <laughs> so he won every time. So the, oh my <laughs> God. I always Jesus had to punch God. out for him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Gord's Grinder this week um it it was a little bit of a surprise this team's win and that's houston's and that's brandon cooks yes he had a monster he had a great week i literally guffawed at johnny when he drafted him in the triple i know and look at what she did to me now yeah you know he uh was slinging it um leading houston to that week one victory and uh, he had 132 yards, only on five receptions. He made him happen. Yeah, he did. What a week. Terod was dealing. Terod was you dealing. Know? Slicing. You know, tough for Jacksonville. When they see, ja- I'm sure when Jacksonville saw Houston on the on the sked week one, they're thinking, okay, like it might be a tough year. We got a rookie quarterback, rookie head coach, who's only used to college. At least we were open up with Houston. Yeah. And then they licked him. Like, did Lindsey get a touchdown? Lindsay got a tutty. So did Johnson. So did Johnson. So, so did, did Ingram. Ingram. Yes. They all ate. Yeah. Everybody eats. Um, another Gord's uh, simple stat. That was the first game that Trevor Lawrence had ever lost in his career. Yes. High school, college. Yes. Wild. Wild stat. Crazy. Wild. Crazy. First time he ever threw three picks in a regular season game. Mm-hmm. Never done that before either. Fucking rights. Out here grinding. We grinding. Fucking right, Brandon Cooks. All right. Well, this next segment had a lot of debate uh, and a lot of. I mean, like, I was fine dropping it. And I think Gord was too. Yeah. The yeah. fearless forecast and the, and the <laughs> terrible tank. You know, like. I don't even. I'm not even going to explain any of my picks this year. No? I'm just going to fucking read them out. Just read it. Well, you know what? Because what's the fucking difference? <laughs> the record. The record matters. Yes, all. I know. The record matters only. But doesn't it feel good when you nail one? Because, like, most of the time you get it wrong, but sometimes you get it right. Oh, sh- <laughs> shit. <laughs> fucking hell. Sometimes win, sometimes lose. I have many <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I hate this fucking new... We gotta get a new engineer. This yeah, guy we... can't be playing hurt. Fucking <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, he's on the sidelines, man, laughing at us. Missed that one. Oh, the wow. Fearless is tough, man, but you know what? Diving in. Diving in. So I got Fearless, obviously. And you know what? What we could do, maybe, is we could switch. Where I have to predict good things? Yeah, and I have to predict bad things. But, like, in the past, I was really bad at that. And that's why I chose Tank and nothing improved. <laughs> I, I mean, we could do that. That's you know for what? Sure. I mean, we're into it now. We should have switched prior to week one. So we're stuck. We should challenge our listeners week to week. We each pick a play. We pick a guy. Like a guy will write in and challenge both of us and try to beat us in this. Just mm. to show how fucking hard it is. Because it is fucked. It's hard. It, yeah. 
Well, that's not bad. I mean, if the resilience really want to. <laughs> yeah, the resilience, <laughs> yeah. You start with us, you're all this. Yeah. What oh, an yeah. episode. Fuck. Um, I'm God going QB, fearless, Mac Jones versus the New York Jets. Let's go. Okay. 305 yards, three tutties um, versus the rookie, my other boy, Zach Wilson. Right. The Mormon ah. in the Meadowlands. <laughs> Tight end. I like that. Having a bounce back week. Robert Tanyan. All right, he uh, has never played the Lions and not scored a touchdown. Fuck right. So he's going sixty-five yards, one tutty. Baby Boom. Tron. Okay, done. This week in the tank, I've got wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown against the Kansas City Chiefs. If you don't know anything about this young receiver, it's that some of his best games of the season always happen in the first game of the season. He's the definition of streaky, and on paper, this guy should be the fucking man right now in Baltimore. I mean, you got Rashad Bateman on IR, Miles Boykin on IR. His current competition is Sammy Watkins. Willie Devin... Sneed? No, he plays for LA. Oh, yeah. Who he? Who that guy got? <laughs> Where that guy at? Got, got that guy, boo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, he's over there. Yeah, it was him that missed the catch and caused the interception in the end zone. Yeah. Yes. No, he's got Devin Duvernay, Sammy Watkins, Tylen Wallace, and James Prochet the <laughs> second um, as his competition. He should be capitalizing. Yet I still don't think managers can count on him this week against the Chiefs. Their defense has allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points to wide receiver in their last nine games, not to mention the fourth fewest yards per game, and they allowed the second fewest yards to wide receivers last season in total. I'd expect Hollywood to get less than thirty-five yards. Four catches or less, no scores. At running back, painfully, I am picking Josh Jacobs against the Ooh. Pittsburgh Steelers. Although Jacobs put up a decent 16.5 fantasy points last season, or I mean last week against the Ratbirds, the way in which he got it is worrisome for fantasy managers. He gained only 34 yards on 10 carries and 44 yards total in the entire game. His, sec- his two rushing TDs inflated his fantasy numbers, but for a guy who essentially played an extra quarter of football, you expect more. He has a tough task ahead of him this week as he takes on the Steelers D who haven't allowed a rushing touchdown uh, last week against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. As someone who has Jacobs in two of three leagues, i be worried. <laughs> this might be a tough player to trust, especially for how high he went in most drafts. There's a chance he doesn't, he's, uh, he doesn't even play because he's currently listed as questionable, but even so, he'll still be on my benches this week. I'm thinking he's held to under 25 yards, no scores, if he even sees the field. I am legit starting both <clears throat> Broncos running backs this week <laughs> and sitting Jacobs. Yeah. Javonta I mean, and Melvin. Yeah, you know what? It's not a bad play. Yeah. Jacobs is fucked. <laughs> he needs some milk. <laughs> God damn. Oh, yeah. man. Well, buds and duds. Buds and duds. Rip through them. Yeah, rip through. QB, Kyler... <laughs> Wait, what do you have, though? Are you going to tell the people? Oh, I have buds. Yeah. QB, Kyler Baby Yoda Murray. <laughs> Two... Dude, did you see those quotes? Yes. <laughs> yes. 289 yards, four pass studies, 20 rush yards, rush study. Uh, versus Tennessee, great week for the kid. Great week for fantasy owners, too. Yeah. Wide receiver, you have to give it to Tyreek. 11 receptions, 197 yards, one receiving TD. Wow. And they were uh, versus the Browns. Yes. Running back. You know what? 
decent weeks for running backs, but uh, bad weeks for a few premier running backs as well. But Joe Mixon, uh, 29 rush attempts, 127 rush yards, one tutty, uh, 23 yards through the air versus mini. 27, hey? Yeah, 127. Volume is king, man. And like last year it didn't work out. 29. 29 touches, yeah. Wow. Um, Tight end. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> Fuck you. You have Cyborg to. DKO. Um, eight targets, eight receptions, 90 receiving yards, and two tutties. Get it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have to give it to him. You know what's funny? Okay, I was thinking about this with John. So John recently changed his name from Careless Whisper to Cyborg DKO. Terrible. Because he's got DK Metcalf instead of, the, he's like, you know, like TKO, DKO. And he's like, Cyborg. And then, so anyways, whatever. Not a great name. And then he picks his avatar. His little emoji, or his little icon, logo, I guess. And he uh, he, he, picked, he settled on Inspector Gadget, is, is what he had. And I texted him, and I said, dude, you gotta pick the robot from Power Rangers. That should be your logo. Alpha 5. <laughs> that would be funny. And he's like, no, man, like... Like, uh, Inspector Gadget is actually a cyborg. So I went on to the Wikipedia of Inspector Gadget. This was the description of the character, Inspector Gadget. The franchise follows the adventures of a powerful but dim-witted cyborg police inspector named Gadget as he investigates the criminal schemes of Dr. Claw and his organization, M.A.D., and fruitlessly attempts to stop him. (laughs) However, neither side is aware that it is Gadget's niece, Penny, and her dog, Brain, who are truly responsible for thwarting M.A.D. I read that, and then I realized it is perfect for John. (laughs) Because, really, all of his success is from something else, the computer. Yeah, it's true. That's your niece, Penny. And I love the part where it's just, like, dim-witted police investigator. Just, like, aloof following everything around that was so fucking good yeah i mean <laughs> i guess <laughs> oh, i guess he just picked his own theme song a good good jam actually oh, not bad not bad you know i never realized inspector gadget was half human i, I always kind of knew but yeah i thought it was just his magic coat and hat yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i thought it was but like, then when he goes go go gadget arm that doesn't explain it yeah. <laughs> damn it i'm such a stupid child all right i had the duds uh at quarterback aaron Rodgers against the new orleans saints 3.32 uh half ppr points only 133 yards passing on 15 completions um, all over the place. I think he had two interceptions. Is this all a plan? Who knows? I doubt it. But Is it a ploy? Is it a ploy? I don't know if you have to mention whether a QB is in a PPR league or not, though. No, I didn't mention... I just wanted to mention the points, right? Because if it's uh, standard, the points would be a different score. But not. For and any... now that all of my leagues have moved to half-point PPR... I know, but... what? But I deliver it in half-point PPR. I we don't... used to report it in standard. I, I, I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the QB, when is he getting... Uh, he's not getting any 
points per reception. Right. I just wanted to establish oh, okay. that the following ones At I'm going to list start. are half point PPR. Gotcha. Gotcha. I didn't even list the points because no. most guys' leagues are different. And that takes time. No, no, no. I, 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 I looked at the points and I said, should I write them down? Yeah, fuck it. I said, well, you know Only what? Only so much ink in this pen. Some guys' points are different. Anyway. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going on a half-point PPR system. <laughs> okay, Jeez. well, I am too, for the record. Okay, perfect. I have wide receiver. I got Cortland Sutton against the G-Men. Oh. 1.9 points. He had three targets. Only made one catch for 14 yards. Honestly, like, whatever. Like... He's coming off an injury. Maybe that's not a, a good pick or whatever. But you'd think when J- Jerry Judy goes down with an injury that he would step up. Yeah. But no, it's that's, the accountant, it's, yeah. Tim Patrick, that <laughs> steps into it, you know? Fucking real estate agent, Tim Patrick, call yeah. me for your business needs. Yeah, condo specialist. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, he grabs two touchdowns. So that's the way she goes. And I think Noah Fant's going to have a big game next week. That's the story of Noah Fant's career. True, you know. Only Maybe fans. I'll hand out. Only fans, yeah. yeah. One of the best. One of the best names. Um, at running back, I had Zeke Elliott against Tampa Bay. There could have been a few other guys. Derrick Henry didn't have a great week. Zeke only put up four point nine points on eleven carries, uh, thirty three yards. Not a whole lot. And then Gordon, you know it at tight end. Your boy, Michael Jusecki. Michael Jusecki. Against the New England Patriots. Three targets. Donuts. Donuts. No catches. No nothing, yards. Man. No nothing. Nothing. No nothing. Um, yeah, it's a tough one for, for my boy, Giuseppe. Uh, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? Uh, uh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Don't make me get the... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was a tough one for the kid. Fucking kid. Eating too much baked ziti. Eating too much baked ziti. I made uh, zucchini fritters the other day. They were fucking delicious. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking delicious, see? (laughs) It was a gabagool. (laughs) Fucking gabagool. All right, well, we're at that time in the episode where we talk about our leagues. In the N40L, a lot of rule changes were passed. Nobody wants to hear them except for the people in the league. We know what happened. Um, basically half point PPR. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's it. Right? Like expanded tight end, uh, into the flex, added an additional flex, which I added an additional bench spot, kept two IRs. You know, it's a little bit more fun now. It a little is bit more fun. fun. You know, yeah, it is more fun. So that's nice. We had division realignment, uh, for the sake of the pod. I had first overall pick from winning, uh, in year four. So I took Gord. <laughs> hey, <laughs> and then and then beat him soundly. Oh, uh, soundly, soundly. Get out of here. Hey, I was comfortable. Get out of here. I was comfortable. Um, but you know, half for you know my own advantage, but also for the pod. I wanted to have oh, yeah. Gordy around. Well, the first year of the pod, we it was you, me, in the final. That's right. Which is wild. Yeah. Uh, fourth year, third year, fourth first, year, first fourth year of the pod, though. Yeah, first year of the pod, fourth year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then Kellen and Feldy joined uh, joined to round out our division, and we were able to rename our division. It had to be a forty. So, in true hard hat fashion, we are now part of the Country Club division, the Country Club Forty, one of the oldest forties. Uh, when I did my research, I just love saying now that we're in the club. 
part of the country club. There's lots of ways you can take it, you know? Yeah, it's true. So that's our division. Um, Johnny had the second pick in the draft, and uh, he ended up taking John and then rounded out his division with Shane and Scott. Uh, Shane was pumped when he found out he was with the Johns. Um, <laughs> this one's been named the Steel Reserve Division. Oh, Steel Reserves are good. They're nasty. Fucking They're nasty. Yep, it should be pretty competitive. Um, still showing up on my list as uh, the East Lake Scoundrels. I don't know. I thought his name was going to be changing pretty quick, but I guess that's not happening. <laughs> and uh, in the third division, uh, Andrew got to pick his division. He named it the Black Bull Division, and he has Chris Stewart, the Sweatpant Boners, and formerly region adj- adjective, now known as Butchers on the Bay. Is that Nigel? Sure. <laughs> Fucking Bay City Rollers. Oh, man. Yeah, Nigel. So there we go. We uh, yeah, we realigned. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we can go through the, the week's matchups. Yeah. We already alluded to ours. Yeah, I mean, uh, me and Maddie, I lost 167 to 135. Um, Feldy beat Kitten Boy 150 to 114 handily. Cyborg DKO took down the Vices, 146 to 110. He found his new kryptonite. Just going to say that. John is now, henceforth, going to have Johnny's number. I just feel it. I love it. At least it's not me. Gronkowski going off. (laughs) Yeah. I thought he was getting a kicker and ended up getting a tight end. Yeah. (laughs) Just racking up the points. Uh, The Scoundrels beat the Degenerates, 135 to 122. Uh, Butt Pirates squeaked by Butchers on the Bay, 113 to 109. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Coronas beat the Boners, 149 to 138. That's right. And um, we are still awaiting the punishment video from Nigel. I think it's coming pretty quick here. Sounds like there's an audio component. And then there's going to be a video layered over. T- I'm, not, I'm not sure what it's going to be. Sounds Looking forward to it. To me, but... Well, anyways. Oh, that was also another change. This league has now introduced a buyout option. So if you do not want to do the punishment coming in last place, you can pay $250, which will go in the pot for the next season for the winner. Yeah, I don't mind it. Which don't, I don't mind. I voted, uh, well, I mean, keep vote secret. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I voted for charity. If, if I end up winning and there's a 200, extra 250 it'll probably go to charity, to be honest. I'm pretty like that, though. Well, you don't get 22s. Without having a little walk around, buddy. <laughs> exactly. Fucking exactly. right. It's murder. It's murder. <laughs> Fucking right. And uh, in the triple F. In the triple F. <laughs> in the triple F. Uh, smooth sailing. Yeah. Uh, once the draft was finished. But, yeah, yeah, Gord, yeah. do you want to allude to the... Would you like to discuss the draft debacle that was... Well, it was a bit of a debacle. Yes. The triple okay. F. So, okay. I didn't understand that you had to set the draft order, okay? One. Problem one. Problem Problem one. one. Problem two. Problem two, I didn't assign proper draft picks. Okay? So, Yahoo Fantasy website does not make it very user-friendly for a guy like myself who's not very computer inept. All right? Right. So, we get to Maddie's house. Oh, there's important information being (laughs) left out of this. 
There was also problem three, where Gord set the draft for 11 p.m. Mountain oh, yeah. Standard Time when it was supposed to be nine. So instead of going backwards, he went forwards, which our goalie picked up, Graham. Thank you, Graham. Yes, thank um, you. Around six o'clock. What Gord also failed to mention was that he was the starting pitcher in his in his men men's league slow pitch game that night. That night. So he's already at the diamond. So all Marty, who a week before said, Gord, there is a function on Yahoo where you can give me commissioner privileges and I can help you out, was quietly ignored. And then at 6.15 receives a text from Gord going, hey, Maddie, here's my username and login. Do you mind switching up the draft order? No, the draft time. The draft time. So I do it. Don't say anything. <laughs> Fucking. I know, Maddie. I appreciate it. Nomar Garcia Parra walks into my house <laughs> after after his big game with at like 8.35. Draft starts at 9. 8.35. <laughs> rolls in. Nothing. His phone in his hand. Pack of darts in his other. Birkenstock still on his goddamn feet. Just tromping through the house. <laughs> Comes on down. Uh, let's as well go in the draft room. So we all enter the draft room. Big Dick Daddy is over. He's sitting next to Gord. We get in there and there's a message from our goalie saying, Hey, where are all my picks? And then another guy goes, I was supposed to be drafting third. How come I'm seventh? Another guy goes, I drafted my first. I traded my first round pick. How come I still have it? Well, of course. Old communist commish doesn't do shit. Well, you know what? Honestly, I thought it just automatically did it for you. Right, yes. But why would I think that? Assumption. So, the next step is a couple finger snaps. Maddie, I need your computer. (laughs) I don't think I snapped. So begrudgingly, I I send it over. I snapped, okay? Come on. Well, you were in a time crunch. I was in a time crunch. Called it over. So much like I did tonight, Gord cracks open his pack of cigs and is starting to chain smoke (laughs) in a panic trying to get this fucking draft sorted out. Heaving billows of smoke into the word into the processor, the brains of my MacBook, as he hunches over this laptop thinking that he can figure it out. I'm sitting beside him googling how to do all these things. Guiding him through it. And Hence Nick's why I said earlier I could YouTube. Yes, the, yes, the exactly. Issue. And Nick is, is just moral support. Keeping oh, yeah, it positive. He was, he was I the, he was. was the, he was the calm and cool collected one of the group. I was fucking pissed. <laughs> I was panicking. Matt was mad. But oh, you yeah. know what? Hey, we got through it together. Got through it. Draft started at 945. 45 minutes after the expected time. And we had a great draft. Yeah, you know? we had a great draft. Super flex league. Lots of fun. I was shocked at how it went down. Matt Very QB, QB, didn't yeah. you? First round. I went. I had the seventh overall pick. I took Mahomes at seven. And then I thought, okay, the run's probably going to start. I'll grab running back on the way back. Nope. Allen went. You grabbed Allen. Yes. Nick grabbed uh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Or Robbie grabbed Kyler Murray at the turn. And then on the way back, Kess grabbed Lamar. And I... Sh- I said to myself, like, there are top, there are five top quarterbacks, and Dak was still sitting there when it came back to me, mm-hmm. so I snagged him, too. 
And then because I feel like that happened and then a, a run kind of went and Najee dropped me and he's my RB1. Yeah. Fine with that. So, yeah, I was really pleased with how it went and it was a lot it was a lot of fun. But like this is Gord's MO. He will change the rules two years ago <laughs> change the rules 30 minutes before draft time no, just to it was rattle... six hours no yes just... it was it was at lunchtime rattle people's key but you didn't announce it no you just... announced it at the draft sent it in the group anyways he rattles people's cages gets them off their off kilter <laughs> and then says okay have a great draft guys let's go and then it starts just seething at the in my in the studio oh. you know so yeah anyways great season uh, this past week in the triple, we'll rip through these pretty quick. The Old Town Tokes took on the, uh, my team, the Old Town Tokes took on uh, Johnny Schmiller's team. We beat them 133 to 101. The Northside Knights took care of the newly named Rundle Riffraff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 133 to 126. Uh, maybe one of the best changes and an absolute monster week. Who do you think you are? I am. 194 beat the new Denver Broncos 129. 194 is a massive number. Huge. Soldier Fields took down Grosvenor Gluttons 134 to 129. The Idaho Waps took down uh, the Trouser Snakes 148 to 110. And better than the Jets, uh, way better start than last year, 125 to 115 over the Auto Draft Specials. And that was the triple. That's the triple. Alright. Well, I don't know. We pretty much just had story time. We did. We did. We could save our next story time for next week. We could. I mean, it's it's if we want to introduce a section that's attached to it, or the segment, it's up to you. You know 204 what? 204 is a, a nice number. We can save is it. a nice number. You know what? Let's save it for next week. We can week. save it. And I mean, like, this is not like us. Usually we like to work hard every week. We don't want to push things over, you know? <laughs> we don't like to take the easy way out. <laughs> But the way this episode's gone, maybe, yeah. You know what? Maybe let's cut her short. Yeah, well... Cut her short at 205. 205, yeah, exactly. But you know what, boys? It's been a great week. Great first step back. And uh, looking forward to the season. Yeah. Who knows what the outro is going to be? And right before we sign out, we just want to acknowledge the passing of Norm MacDonald. Great. Tough one. Unreal comedian. Yeah, Canadian. Um. Yeah, Canadian. Lots of good stuff. Like I've I've seen a lot of screenshots on Twitter of, uh, pi- pictures of his uh, of his book that he recently released and a lot of the passages and stuff. And it's pretty funny. And like I know personally, like and I know a lot of the boys have too. Have gone back and rewatched talk show clips oh, with Norm man. or stand so up funny. with Norm. And if you haven't, there's definitely a few out there. John. Rockpile John brought up one that I had never heard of, and I watched it. Had me going. It was great. Uh, it's Gordon Ramsay, Conan O'Brien, and Norm Macdonald doing a cooking segment <laughs> out on YouTube. Definitely find that one. And then <clears throat> the the interview of Courtney Thorne Smith on Co- Conan O'Brien, where he's the guest. He's not even the one being interviewed. Yeah, oh yeah, steals good. the show. Uh, and then obviously. The moth joke is a good one to look up. So, <laughs> yeah, there's a few. But Norm, Norm was definitely one of a kind, and I know a lot of the boys. I know, like, it, our junior high, man, they, we, like, had, like, three movies we would watch when we had to get, when we got together. It was, like, well, a few of the boys really like Lord of the Rings. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Romeo Must Die. Oh, yeah, good tune. And good Dirty good Work. 
Dirty Work. Dirty Work. What a movie. Funny, man. Man. And even Norman, like, ha- in uh, Billy Madison. Oh, just is... so funny, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. So, well, episode, uh, episode 44 in the books. In the books. Somehow we got there. Holy fuck. <laughs> Thanks for sticking through, Resilience. All right. We'll see you next week.